0: <laughs>
1: Hello, everyone, welcome to Soulmates Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Rachel. And we
0: have watched a vampire TV show by the name of Castlevania. Bum!
1: <laughs> yes, as many of you know, Netflix has acquired the rights to Castlevania, and they have put out a TV series that is very short, only four episodes long, but still mighty, nonetheless.
0: Yes, um, and I think it was a good choice for them to put out a feeler, kind of feel how what the response might be, mm-hmm. um, and based upon their immediate renewal, seems like it went pretty well. Yeah, they actually renewed it
1: the same day that it premiered. They had confidence in it, and I think that they were right, because Castlevania is a very well-known game. Yep. I mean, there's a million of them. People know it. It's a household name. So there is already a built-in audience,
0: and also people like vampires. Very true. I mean, just by the success of the Twilight Empire alone. Vampires are popular. And before that, Anne Rice too was popular as well. That, and if you have a Bashonen vampire, it's, it's automatically
1: guaranteed to have at least 3,000 people interested.
0: I thought you were gonna say it's automatically gay. <laughs> and that too, I guess.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, <so> why not? <laughs> Vampires are, you know, do are have, gay. are, are pretty gay. Yeah. I'll admit that. Yeah. But they're, I feel like because they're so dramatic.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel that too. You should watch Castlevania if you haven't. It's on Netflix. Borrow your friend's password, whatever you need to do. It's only four episodes long and each episode is only 25 minutes long. It is a very short watch. So even if you're dying under the thumb of adulthood like I am, you can still <laughs> find time to watch it and finish it in one day, even if you're ambitious. That's what I did. Yeah. I sat on my
1: couch in my sweatpants with some popcorn and was like, I'm ready to experience this vampire thing.
0: (laughs) It's only two hours altogether, so just carve out two hours and you can binge the whole series, or the whole season.
1: This actually started out as a movie that went into development hell and eventually became this series. So way back in 2007, ten years ago, the person who wrote the script for this had finished the script, and they're trying to get it made, and someone had acquired the rights, and then sometime in 2008, development hell. And it just was shelved until about 2012 when someone wanted to do a live action version of the script, and then that didn't get made. And then it just kind of Palled around until um, some people at a production house, an animation production house, decided they were going to make it, and then Netflix signed on,
0: and then it finally got fucking made. Finally. Ten years later.
1: If you look up this series on Wikipedia, there is a good half page dedicated to just the production of this yeah i mean we can't go into the details because it will take too long but if you are interested it is quite the tale
0: of production hell and it just gives you a small insight into how fucked up things can be in hollywood oh definitely and i mean like that just goes to show too that if the story is good It can persevere, and even ten years later, it can still, you know, be something good. So don't give up, kids!
1: Hey, ten years later, vampires are still popular, so...
0: Exactly. Let's talk about who is, uh, kind of some big names that are voice actors in this animation.
1: So, they got people who weren't really big voice actors, but big, just actors? In general. Mm -hmm. I feel like they went more for that than getting someone, like... Vic Mignogna, or someone who who does voice acting work all the time. Vic Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> so the highest profile person voices Trevor Belmont, and that's Richard Armitage. And you might know him from the Hobbit movies. He was also in a TV series from the BBC that I really liked called North and South, mm-hmm. which was a costume drama. Um, he's very handsome. He yes, he is literally tall, dark, and handsome.
0: Yep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he himself looks like a vampire.
0: Yeah, he does. He definitely does.
1: Oddly enough, he plays Trevor Belmont, a vampire hunter.
0: Yeah. Well I mean <laughs> I mean he he has kind of like that huskier Ooh. man voice that goes well with Trevor Belmont, who it's, could not give a shit.
1: <laughs> no, Trevor Belmont could not be fucking bothered in this show. He like does not give a single fuck. I mean, it's like him. Drunk, pretty much the whole time. <laughs> yep. With his whip, like, I guess I gotta kill this vampire now. Yep. There's demons attacking stuff. He's just like, wow, what an inconvenience.
0: Yep, yeah, pretty much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so we got Richard Armitrage, Graham McTavish? McTavish. McTavish? McTavish. He plays Dracula. You guys might know him as Dougal from Outlander.
0: So he's, he's Jamie's uncle.
1: Yeah, he's Jamie's uncle very handsome bald man yes he he is Scottish so it's interesting to hear him not sound Scottish
0: yeah and I mean he still had a really good voice like daddy quality
1: (laughs) it was intimidating and also sensual
0: yes (laughs) which is what Dracula is um there's also Alejandra Reynoso who plays Saifa who is one of the uh what what's the order called the speakers yeah she's she's like the mage
1: speaker Mm -hmm. Um, she's the magic user of the party
0: yeah she's she's the uh love interest for trevor belmont basically i've already called it
1: they get married
0: yeah i mean like it's it's Uh, obvious
1: spoiler alert but um (laughs) yeah this this series draws upon the castlevania games um specifically castlevania 3 and that actually came out in 1989
0: Yeah, so, I mean, this video game's been around for a while. Even I, not a video game player at all, I know the name Castlevania, like...
1: Yeah. Interestingly, though, this is based off of Dracula's Curse, but the art style is 100% Castlevania Symphony of the Night.
0: Which, as Emily translated from me earlier, is like Anne Rice esque. Yeah. Like, it's
1: very Bishonen, but also sensual, but also everyone is so pained by their vampire existence, but also it's very Otome. But also it's very fashion. It
0: just it just feels very like Victorian yeah. meets modern era flamboyishness and drama but in the modern age. Okay,
1: drama is a really good word
0: to put to the style. Yeah, drama. I mean, (laughs) that's what it is. If you watch it, you'll, you'll pick up on it immediately. If you've watched anything, any of the, um like, Interview with a Vampire or Queen of the Damned, it's, like, the same kind of style they have for the vampires there. That's exactly what it's like. This it's is an why, animated form.
1: This is why gays love it so much. Yes, it's I mean... It's so dramatic.
0: <laughs> it's true. I mean, people
1: who love a flair for that kind of stuff really gravitate towards vampires. We're going to talk about this after we talk about Castlevania. We're yes. just going to talk about vampires in general. I'm getting ahead of myself. So yeah, the art style is based off Symphony of the Night, but this is an American... This is an anime. Yeah. This is an American show. It was... Animated and produced by American people, and the script was written by an American person.
0: So, so not not anime, y'all. Not it's anime.
1: like um, it's like Voltron or mm-hmm. or uh,
0: Avatar. Yep, something exactly like, like that. Those two or um, Teen Titans. Yeah, like Teen Titans. Yeah, good parallel um okay so let's talk about the plot briefly because it's only four episodes it's it's only two hours long guys so yeah the brief plot i mean it's brief to begin with but briefly dracula has a wife angry church people kill the wife dracula unleashes his hellhounds upon cities In is that like eastern europe is that what it's, it's, supposed, it's supposed to be it's supposed, to, after? It's
1: supposed to be romania slash transylvania okay but i don't think they use those exact
0: words okay yeah because that's what the, it's the city names the city names are like I could I could, I could I could not tell you what they are but basically it's like three or four main cities that he unleashes his hell beasts upon
1: and these things are straight up fucking demons they yeah, kill no. babies
0: yeah yeah they like yeah they're they're cutthroat and then you basically switch over to after that city has been destroyed to Trevor Belmont in a bar, getting <laughs> drunk. His whole family has been, you know, excommunicated from the church, and um, he goes into the the nearest big city and discovers that it's you know about to go under after all these hell beasts have been unleashed upon it. And then you discover the priest that said yes, kill his wife, who's
1: a giant dick. They they go he out of their is a giant way. dick. They go out of their way to be like. Oh yeah, these Catholic priests, dicks.
0: Yep, they really (laughs) do. They really do. And basically the series ends with Trevor Belmont and Sypha trying to save the city and stumbling upon Dracula's son Alucard.
1: Who is shirtless in tight leather pants, hair flowin', such a look.
0: He is a gay vampire dream. Truly. He
1: rises up out of a coffin like Shirtless. Jesus
0: Christ. <laughs> Shirtless and, with long white hair, ripped black tight leather pants, basically.
1: I, I literally had to pause this.
0: <laughs> I paused it. I screamed. <laughs> and then I pressed play. <laughs> You're like, I had to remember who I was as a person <laughs> and then I wrestling again. Like I had to get over
1: the drama of it all oh before I could proceed. <laughs> I had to recognize it, acknowledge it, <laughs> bask in it, and then then finally
0: recover. My god. <laughs> um, okay, so now let's go over what how we liked it. Pros, cons, what are your pros and cons?
1: I liked the art style, though at times it could be a tiny bit choppy, but I overall I liked it. I really liked Richard Armitage's performance. I thought it was really good. I liked Dracula, the character, even though he was really only in it for one episode and then very briefly at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, really, really hope that in season two we get more Dracula. And I liked that the dickish church people get their comeuppance.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. people
1: who are mean in this show get theirs.
0: Yes, indeed. I agree with Emily's prose. I like that the the woman, Dracula's wife, in the beginning, I like the juxtaposition between her and Dracula's character. I'm hoping that there's more of that backstory, and if not more of Dracula, because we really didn't get to see that much of him.
1: Cons, I didn't like that it took ten years to make. (laughs) 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 Um, no. That's a... Just kidding. Um, cons were that... Um, some of the pacing seemed a little too quick. I wish that this was more than four episodes. I feel like they could have told a more complete story. If it was a little bit longer, maybe six episodes, Mm -hmm. um, then we could have gotten some more Dracula backstory, and then you could see more interaction with Alucard and Trevor and Sypha, um, because in the games, like, those three are the team, the dream team, you know, to take down Dracula and, and all the big bads.
0: And... Parts of it seemed unnecessarily gory. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I mean, I think if if we even had, like, eight episodes that would have opened it up, it could have been the same length. It would have opened it up to having more of a backstory on Dracula and his wife. It would have made us hate the church guy more. <laughs> and it would have felt more vindicated at the end. And then, yeah, like, Sypha and Trevor, it's like, oh, we met each other. Oh, we hate each other. Oh, we like each other. Like, Within ten minutes. And it was just... That was too fast for me.
1: My favorite thing was... I think his wife is Lisa. Lisa yeah. goes to uh, Dracula's house. I want to learn about medicine. Smash cut to I'm dying on the
0: stake. Yeah, <laughs> I, that was. <laughs> and I was like, "What's happening?" Yeah, no, seriously. And then, and then
1: he's like, "My wife." I'm like, "Oh, they're married." Yeah,
0: I have. No, I had no fucking clue because I haven't played these games. I don't know anything about it. I just pressed play and started to watch. It was. It was a lot to be dumped into all at once. I was like, wait, am I on episode one? That is a question I asked myself because it was so fast. But
1: Yeah, I've yeah. only ever played one Castlevania game, and it was not any of these. It, it wasn't Symphony of the Night or Castlevania Three. I played a game called Portrait of Ruin, and it's not even with these characters. It's, like, <laughs> totally different. <laughs> um, Like, the archetypes are the same, but it's like Trevor Belmont's great-great-great-great-great-grandson or something like that. Oh, okay. So... Trevor Belmont, this is truly, like, the start of a mighty dynasty, the Belmonts. And they fight vampires for centuries. Oh, okay. So, because there is so much backstory in the games, I hope that they get more episodes and that this goes on for a long time because, obviously, there's so much content that they can draw from. I do hope that, stylistically, they change some of the violence. Like I said before, some of it seemed a little too gratuitous, and it reminded me of, um... A scene from helsing ultimate with the nazis and he's like eating mm-hmm. his steak and and people are dying and babies are getting chewed up and eaten and i'm just like okay i get it like <laughs> I, I fucking get it
0: i get it <laughs> so that's really the only things i
1: didn't like
0: yeah yeah the gorge just reminded me of Elf and Lied* a little Ugh. bit which is gratuitous goriness at its Finest. Um, I'd rather
1: see more shirtless Alucard gratuitousness than babies getting chomped on.
0: Yep. Yep, I agree. Would you recommend this show to a friend?
1: If they liked vampires, yes. If they are not into any sort of fantasy-like thing at all, um, then I would probably pass because they might be turned off by the gore. and. If they liked anime at all, I would recommend this. Actually,
0: yeah. If they didn't
1: like anime, I'd be like, probably not.
0: Probably not. Yeah, yeah, I'd have to agree. Yeah, I don't see anything wrong with it. It's just you know, if it's it, you you go all in immediately, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and then it's done really quickly. So I
1: mean, it is like fast and furious. It, yeah. It, it like it's if you like, have a short
0: attention span, this is for you. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean. It's basically like a tornado. You are, like, thrown into the thick of it. Shit happens. Like, everything's going on. People are dying. People are getting resurrected. People, like, demons. Like, good versus evil. Shirtless vampires rising (laughs) from coffins (laughs) underground. Magic. Magic. All of it. And then, it's gone. It's gone. Two
0: Two hours hours later.
1: (laughs) It's gone. It's gone. (laughs) It's like a dream. Yeah, pretty much. It's like a... Really intense fever dream.
0: Yep. Um. What are your hopes for next season?
1: My hope is that it's going to be longer and that the relationships between the characters, whichever characters, are finally going to have a little bit more substance and room to breathe. I'm especially looking forward to the relationship between Alucard and Trevor Belmont because Alucard is like half human, half vampire. I feel like there's a lot to go off of there Mm -hmm. in terms of... His humanity versus non-humanity. How he relates to other people who aren't vampires or stuff like that. So I hope they explore more of that relationship.
0: I want more character development, just like Emily, and I would also like more backstory. Even just flashbacks explaining, you know, why Alucard and Dracula's relationship is the way it is. They do a little bit of it, but not enough. I need more. There's like one scene where he's
1: like, I hate you, dad!
0: Yeah, pretty much. So I wish they would explore that just a little bit more. And that's my hope for next season. Also, having more episodes would be nice. Maybe even longer. I would sit through a 45-minute episode. It's okay.
1: Yeah, honestly. (laughs) Yeah. I think the development hell and also probably a limited budget kept this so short.
0: Yeah, no, I, I get that. I get that. So hopefully next season, Netflix puts their daddy money behind it and we get more episodes.
1: <laughs> yes, I hope so. Let's wrap up this review of Castlevania. How many stars would you
0: give it out of five? I would give it a solid three and a half out of five.
1: I would give this a definite four and a half. I really digged it. <laughs> I, I'm Emily's like,
0: hell
1: yeah. <laughs> I love vampires and I like anime, so this was like double. Double wham, double whams. Let's transition into talking about just vampires in general, and why vampires are so damn cool, and how they have permeated popular culture, including anime k-dramas j-dramas um music videos for honestly the past 25 years
0: yeah and i mean even before then that too even before then vampires were a popular tool and uh stories and you know just going beyond the vampires can be literal or metaphorical like yes i understand that but just like face value vampires are cool because it's usually young hot men (laughs) with a like a feminine air to them and usually they're like the love interest for your average girl that's why i think vampires are so popular is because they 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 introduce enough humanity into them that you can picture yourself like dating or having a crush on that sexy vampire
1: Yes. I feel like they're so popular because one, they're hot. They're, they're, yep. They are. They're, they're just always hot. hot. They're hot. Two, they live forever. So they usually have a lot of acquired wealth and knowledge. Mm-hmm. And three, they're very intense and romantic. Yep. They don't have this harsh masculinity that makes them seem dangerous. They're a little bit dangerous. Yeah. It's like they're not dangerous. Until they feed on you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There's like, you're titillated, you're intrigued, Um, you know that they might hurt you, but maybe they won't. But maybe they will. And you don't know.
0: Yep. And all the years of them being alive makes them not assholes. Yeah. For the most part.
1: Yeah, for the most part, hopefully. Unless you're Dracula and you (laughs) kill a town.
0: (laughs) Yeah, what have
1: you done to my wife? But- as a literary device, I've actually taken a vampire course when I was at UF, and it was nerd. really cool. Yeah, I'm a nerd. And they made us read a bunch of different vampire stuff. It was mostly stuff from, like, Victorian age stuff. Mm-hmm. So early, early vampires, they're used as metaphors for just fears of the time, whether mm-hmm. they be lesbians <laughs> slash-
0: Lesbians!
1: <laughs> lesbians slash female independence in Carmilla, mm-hmm. or- just foreigners in general, Mm -hmm. or a plague of sickness. They're basically used as proxies for the social woes of the time. Oh, okay.
0: That makes sense.
1: And then I feel like in the past 25 years, like, I feel like a really big change came when Buffy the Vampire Slayer came. (laughs)
0: I, I You're know. attributing this all to Buffy? No,
1: no, I'm not attributing all to Buffy, but there was, like, a change from when vampires became the antagonist to when they became more of a protagonist for yeah. stories. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand. People kind of stopped being afraid of them and wanted to just fuck them instead. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> and and obviously with Buffy, you know, that's not entirely true, but Spike
0: yeah. and Angel... Yep. Like. Like, Yeah, definitely those two.
1: Whew. Just thinking (laughs) about it. (laughs) Oh my god. We're both big Buffy fans, by the way. Yes. But my final paper for my vampire course was um, gender roles in Carmilla and Buffy.
0: Nice. It was pretty cool. Very nice. Yeah. But yeah, there was like this change in the 80s where vampires weren't scary. They're cool. And I think an even bigger change, I mean, you have to pay credit where credit is due. Like, the Twilight series really fucking knocked it out of the park. Not quality-wise, but increasing, you know, just the public eye on, you know, vampires. And they're hot now, and you can fuck them, and date them, and (laughs) they're cute. They're not threatening. They're not threatening. They They sparkle. They just drink animal blood, yeah. So definitely that. And I personally, you know, I was a young teen when the Twilight series came out. So that was, like, my first experience with vampires. And then soon after, I got into the Sookie Stackhouse books. I love True Blood so much. Amazing. Oh, amazing! Amazeballs. If you have not read those Charlene Harris books, do yourself a favor. Go into your room alone and read them Alone. Alone. <laughs> alone. <laughs> 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 You'll thank us later.
1: And if you want to watch True Blood, go into your room.
0: Alone. Alone. And watch it alone. alone. You'll thank us later.
1: Especially the first season with Jason Stackhouse. Ooh, girl! Ooh. I miss True Blood so much. Anyway, yeah, do, do that alone.
0: Yes, yeah, you, you'll, you'll thank us later for that.
1: When do you first remember being interested by vampires?
0: It, it was when I was first reading Twilight, I think it's I even remember being little and being scared of vampires. and then reading it was like a complete one eighty in middle school. I was like not scared, aroused <laughs> by this fictional book vampire. and i I really think it was Twilight that was the first one. I think maybe I was exposed to um Queen of the Damned First, but I wasn't really attracted. Then it was when I was reading the book, reading Twilight, that I was like, okay, I could be into this. (laughs) (laughs) The first vampire stuff that I remember,
1: because I've always been fascinated by undead creatures and um, creatures that appear human but aren't, I think I was like 10 and there was this book series that my cousin had liked and she let me borrow some books and it was the Cirque de Freak books. It it was about, like, a teen vampire Mm. named Darren Shan, and he was in a freak show, and he joined it after becoming a vampire. Oh, okay. He was, like, the assistant to a vampire. He was, like, half vampire who becomes full vampire later. But there was, like, 14 books in the series, and I blew through them reading. (laughs) I was, like, really into it, because I was, like, around the same age as the main character, Mm -hmm. and, like, when he became a vampire... He had to give up all of his friends, he had to give up his family, he had to fake his own death, and then he had to go into this weird world where he didn't know anyone, he didn't know anything, and try to make a life for himself, and I really felt like him becoming a vampire gave him... Strength and independence. And that is something that I wanted so bad as someone who was like trapped in their fucking room all the time because like I felt like I didn't really have a lot of friends or I didn't have a lot of money and I didn't have a car because I couldn't drive because I was like 13, you know? Mm -hmm. That resonated so much. Being a vampire meant that you were in control, that you had power, that no one could tell you what the fuck to do because you're a fucking vampire, you'll just kill them. And, like, that is when I started becoming enamored with vampires, is, like, they equaled power and, like, agency. Mm. And that's when I really started liking it. And then when, you know, I hit puberty and started becoming interested in sex, then I was, like, it was some anime. I know. (laughs) It was
0: some anime. (laughs) I I
1: can't remember off the top of my head. But then I was, like, I was introduced to Bishounen vampires, Mm -hmm. so... Like, really sexy, but also feminine, male vampires, and I was like, I am incredibly turned on right now. Nah! <laughs> and, like, they went from something just being, like, cool and kick-ass to something that lit my fire.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> when-
1: <laughs> it was some an- I can't remember the anime, I'm sorry.
0: Honestly, like, when I was a little kid, I didn't like vampires. That was, like, the one thing I was really scared of. I mean, in middle school, I was like, you know, you're- well, in my case, you know, you're you're a fat, ugly, weird-looking <laughs> child, and you're like, I just want to be loved. <laughs> and then you read a book like Twilight, where it's like she was skinny and weird and average-looking, and this. Like, hot guy falls in love with her and you're like, I could get into that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so I think it was as simple as that for me. And it, it's not like I wasn't watching anime at the time. It's just there wasn't really that much vampire anime. Yeah. There, there hasn't
1: really been so much. It goes in waves, honestly. Yeah. It's okay. So I found this out because um, I really – my favorite video game of all time is Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines, mm-hmm. and that is a World of Darkness property. And so I do World of Darkness gaming, and I was talking to someone, and they were like, there's going to be a lot more people coming to the games now because whenever there's a Republican president, vampires are more popular. And whenever there is a Democratic president, zombies are more popular. And they had apparently showed this with data from the past 40 years. That's
0: crazy. I mean, isn't cor- that insane? correlation is not causation, but it's interesting to think about, for sure.
1: Obviously, correlation isn't causation, but I think that's fun. Yeah. I wonder what it is about Republican presidents that make people like vampires. I don't know. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, that that is, that's very interesting. And I wonder if that goes for other countries, too, because I know that Like, two years ago, South Korea, it was like every fucking K drama was vampires.
1: Oh my god. Like, it was like
0: Orange Marmalade, Blood. Uh, there were a few others, too, of just, it was like Vampire, Vampire, It's a Vampire, She's a Vampire, He's a Vampire. There's a lot of manga right now. We're all vampires. I
1: know. There's a lot of manga right now that, um, stars vampires. So, the trend is kicking back up, because there's a Republican president. Hey, hey!
0: (laughs) Looking for True Blood again, Charlene Harris. Oh my
1: God! Segway, If you did like True Blood, there is a TV show based off of another series of her books. Oh yeah, called no. Midnight Texas. It sucks
0: so bad. Me and my mom watched it, and she was like, "It's nothing like the books." And I was like, "That was honestly, I didn't like that." <laughs> I was, I was, I was underwhelmed. <laughs> okay.
1: Do you have any vampire recommendations? Any books, shows, movies that if people like vampires, they should check out?
0: I really think that K-drama Blood is honestly one of the best K-dramas I've watched. So if you like science and you like vampires, Blood is a good show, a good K-drama if you're into K-dramas. I love the Charlene Harris books. I think that is, if you're looking for, like, a 17-book commitment, that is (laughs) one of them. Uh, True Blood's a good show, too. And... Yeah, that's all I can think of off the top of my head.
1: My recommendation is to read the book, Interview with a Vampire. Um, It'll get you started on everything Anne Rice. and Anne Rice can be a bit of a handful, but Interview with a Vampire, the book is so rich in vampire lore and different themes, and it's so good, y'all. I've read it. The movie does not live up to the book, so read the book. And also, if you're interested in zombies and vampires, I suggest reading the book I Am Legend. Don't watch the Will Smith movie. um, That is wrong. But, uh, that is wrong. The book is good, and um, watch The Last Man on Earth or The uh, Omega Man. Those are both film adaptations of I Am Legend, and Night of the Living Dead is actually based partly on I Am Legend. So if you're interested in the genesis of modern zombies, watch those movies or read that book. And it's a really short book. It's really, really short. Cool.
0: Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Y'all, it's not directly vampire related, but it's still cool. It's still cool as hell. It's, it is worth the, how many seasons? Six seasons? Seven? Seven seven seasons? Yeah. Six or seven seasons. Long episodes, worth the commitment. You will get really into it. It's not just vampires. It's a lot of other magical creatures too. It's a good, it's a good series. I think it's still on Netflix. Yeah,
1: I think so.
0: Watch it. You'll, you won't regret it.
1: So thank you so much for listening to our shameful vampire confessions. (laughs) You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast, tumblr.com, soulmatespodcast.tumblr.com. And you can send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. Please leave us a review on iTunes. And we will see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye.